you're listening to the Sutherland County Democrat Podcast. Today we have a special podcast where our co-editor, Joseph Abraham, sat down virtually with Congressman Antonio Delgado about the New York 19 congressional race. Thank you for uh, joining me today uh, and uh, talking with Sullivan County Democrat newspaper. Uh, the first question I have for you uh, is, you know, in your first term as a congressman, uh, what are you most proud of having accomplished? Well, I think the, the biggest thing for me has been making sure that I stay connected uh, to the folks on the ground, first and foremost, and that meant doing the town halls. We were able to do 33 uh, town halls in 2019, three in all 11 counties, and then once uh, COVID hit, we, we were able to do 12 uh, virtual town halls as well. And I think the reason why those town halls and the, uh, the district offices that we have opened up across the district, as well as my locally based advisory groups uh, with veterans, small business, healthcare, and agriculture being the, the primary issues, all of those things uh, really helped me legislate. And I've had success legislatively that I, I feel really good about because the bills reflect the needs of the district. Um, so I think at this point we've got more than 40 bills that we've been able to introduce. Uh, more than a half of those bills were uh, bipartisan bills. Um, and then of those, we had 18 pass the House, and three uh, were signed by the president. And one of them, the Family Farmer Relief Act, uh, which I'm particularly proud of, really helps our, our farmers, our small family farms here uh, in the district. And then another bill that became law, which was a part of the CARES Act, a small business repayment relief act, um, helps our small businesses by allowing uh, a waiver of up to six months of all major SBA loans for principal interest and fees. So we've been busy, and I feel like what I'm most proud of uh, is the work we put in, um, and how we try to stay grounded and keep our heads down and meet the needs of the community. Okay. And uh, my next question is, you know, having talked to constituents in Sullivan County and also um, with, you know, having, you know, hoping to be reelected, um, if reelected, sort of what goals and issues are do you have on the table that you'd like to focus on? that hopefully 
to keep building on in the next cycle if I'm reelected. That'll help with speed uh, and will ensure that our providers are giving uh, the customers uh, what they actually are obligated to provide um, and not just what they advertise. So these are the things that I'm focused on. I think obviously we want to make sure people can connect to the marketplace uh, and are operating on a fair playing field. Right. And um, I guess jumping back a little bit, you talked about the three bills um, that you had introduced that had been signed into law. Um, I was just wondering if you want to just go through them one more time and kind of give maybe a brief synopsis of what each one of them has accomplished. Well, the first one, the Family Farmer Relief Act, it basically lifted the cap of eligibility for family farmers seeking to utilize Chapter 12 bankruptcy laws to reorganize their debt and remain viable. So not go out of business, but just reorganize your financial wherewithal. Uh, the cap used to be $3 million, which was very low in debt. And given the land consolidation and the cost of land now, we want to make sure that we can uh, increase that cap to $10 million, and we did that. So now more and more of our farmers can utilize this mechanism to reorient themselves financially. Uh, the Small Business Repayment Relief Act, which again was a part of the COVID bill, this would basically take six months of any current or future SBA loans, the major SBA loans that our small businesses rely upon, from the micro loan to the 7A loan. These loans would automatically be waived, the payment. So your principal, your, your interest, your fees would be waived for six months. Um, so that's a good thing for our, our small businesses that are already dealing with tough times right now. And nothing, by the way, needs to be done by the small business owner. It could just happen automatically. Um, the other piece uh, is um, our post office legislation. Uh, we lost uh, a senior chief petty officer, Shannon Kent, uh, out of Pine Plains um, while she was on, uh, out in Syria. Uh, and a tragic, tragic loss. Uh, she was uh, killed by a suicide bomber. And uh, while serving her country. And in honor of her, uh, we were able to uh, rename a post office uh, in Pine Plains, which um, has been uh, made into law. Uh, and we have not yet uh, had the ceremony for that. Uh, COVID, I think, complicated matters there. Uh, but that was something that we were able to get done as well. So renaming the Pine Plains uh, post office in her honor, uh, the Family Farmer Relief Act, and the Small Business Repayment Relief Act were all three things that I was able to usher through and, and get done and have become law. Sure. And I know recently, as of, as much as recent as last week, and then also, um, you know, you've had other trips out here to talk with tourism leaders, other things sort of during the pandemic. Um, I guess through this pandemic and through your travels, um, I guess, what have you learned from that? And um, what has sort of that, what kind of, yeah, what did you learn from it? And I guess just what kind of came out of those interactions that uh, you'll take with you to Washington? Uh, I missed the first half of that question. Oh, sure. Um, so I was saying that I know like as recently as last week, you were up uh, meeting with some local businesses. Um, and I know that you've met with tourism leaders during the pandemic here. But just oh, yeah. from talking with the different agencies, businesses in Sullivan County, sort of what has that sort of taught you, I guess, as you've been a congressman for the last uh, two years? And, and what have you taken away from it? I mean, it's always good to talk to the folks on the ground. Like I said, I think Broadbent remains 
a critical need for the area. Uh, I think making sure that we provide the meaningful state uh, and local funding so that we can uh, establish, you know, and, and, and fund critical services for the community on the ground, whether it's in the educational space, whether it's in the workforce development space, um, happen to be critically uh, important as well. Um, and I think just making sure um, that we are continuing to make the most of our tourism potential. You know, the Sullivan um, really has uh, been known for some time uh, as a great draw uh, for tourism. And obviously with COVID being what it is, it's uh, undermined a bit of that selling point. And so we've got to continue to figure out how to sustain ourselves uh, through these difficult times to make sure that um, businesses still can remain viable on the other side of COVID and, and reap the benefit of more and more foot traffic as people begin to get comfortable again, uh, you know, taking road trips and visiting uh, our beautiful area. We have a lot of good businesses um, that are, you know, uh, really um, critical to the success and the economic viability of our community. We want to continue to support those businesses, continue to support those workers, continue to support our farmers. Uh, and I do think, coming back to broadband, that is a that is going to be a, a key issue because you're also seeing a lot of folks who are very interested in purchasing homes now in Sullivan County. And you want to be able to make the area and the community uh, as enticing as possible for those families. Sure. And my last question for you this afternoon is, you know, with any political race uh, between, you know, opponents, uh, a common question is, why are you the best person for the job? So I'll end on that note. Well, I could just say that, you know, I try to put my best foot forward everywhere I go. And what does that mean? You know, that, that basically means I'm, I'm here to work. Um, I'm here to listen to everybody. I'm here to be solutions oriented. I, I think I've spent the last year and a half making that clear. It's not just talk, it's action. Uh, you know, the bills that I've introduced, uh, the fact that I um, was ranked more bipartisan than 90% of my colleagues in the House by the gold standard for this, the Luger uh, Center Index, uh, the fact that I was endorsed uh, by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, uh, received their inaugural Jefferson Hamilton uh, award for bipartisanship, which only went to one, sorry, 20 House members. And then I was proud to receive their Spirit of Enterprise Award, too, for my support of small businesses. And then on the farming front, I was able to receive recognition from the uh, U.S., uh, uh, the American Farm Bureau. I got their um, Friend of Farm Bureau Award. Um, so, you know, the recognition, I think, um, supports what I'm trying to stress, which is I put the work in, and I'm going to keep putting the work in, not just for you know, one party, uh, whether you're a Democrat or you're an independent or Republican, it doesn't really matter. I'm going to I'm going to show up and do the work and base what I do on the needs of the community through and through. And that's going to be my approach for as long as the community continues to want to put me in this seat. Thank you for listening to the special podcast. And to keep up with the latest news in Sullivan County, don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe. You can call our office at 845-887-5200 or find us online at scdemocratonline.com. And if you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. Thank you. Have a great day.